This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, To know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, Everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, No idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my body. Houston, Texas, we are back for another edition of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. Uh, this is episode number 35, and today is October the 18th, 2019. Um, welcome back to the White Room. We're here live from the Pentagon in the White Room. Uh, shout out to my man, Three, for letting us use this spot again. Uh, with us, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, so, Julie, what I want to do on the podcast is I want to allow you to introduce your social media handles, and then I'll introduce mine. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Julie. I am Julie P. White Photography on Instagram. Uh, if you're not already following me, then you should be following me. Uh, I am uh, newly moved to Houston, Texas, and um, just been networking. Okay. And uh, that's it. So I do photography, and I do a whole lot of other things, okay. and then I will talk about. <laughs> okay. Do you do you uh, do you have a website? I do not at the moment. Uh, it's something that's in the works. Okay. But at the end of the day, uh, a lot of it is through uh, Instagram. And, and I have a, a, a template. Um, it's not a template, but it's a pixie, pixie art. So it's where you can visualize the pictures. Okay. Um, but at this point, it's really just a uh, word of mouth. Okay. Okay. And my name is John Ross Dyke the first, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Um welcome to the episode. I want to start out with that. Thank you. Uh, the power of networking. Uh, I'm finding more and more each day that that is a very, very powerful thing got to get out here and network and, and if not for the power of networking and being in the white room before I would have never met you so I want to say welcome to uh, the what's next podcast <laughs> and uh, um, thank you for coming on 
Well, it's my pleasure. I mean, okay. thank you for contacting no doubt, me. No and, doubt, no and doubt. Yes, definitely. Thanks to uh, the Pentagon for having no us here. No doubt. <laughs> so, uh, listen, uh, I believe that creativity comes from experiences, right? Um, you're not originally from here. You said you're new, you're new to Texas. Can you uh, tell us where you're from? I lived here before we left. We came back. Uh, my husband's originally from here. Okay. But I am French Canadian. I'm from Montreal. Okay. And so that's where I'm originally from. <laughs> uh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to put Julie on the spot, but... Uh, <laughs> so, so that means he's going to put me on the spot, right? <laughs> um, uh, say something in French for us. Okay, mais qu'est-ce que tu veux que je te dise? Okay, what does that mean? What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the reason why I say that is because we were doing tongue twisters in the warm-up, and she was doing a tongue twister in French, and I, I, I just wanted her to speak some French I for us. I don't know one in English. Okay. So I thought, okay, so I guess I got to do a tongue twister, right? So yeah. like, that's the only one I knew. Say it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, creativity comes from experiences. Uh, Julie P. White Photography. What is it that you do with photography? Um, well, this is a new outlet for me, okay. actually. So okay. the inspirations came from somewhere else. I, I actually kind of fell on photography okay. by accident. Okay. Talk about <laughs> it. Talk about it. Listen, we got all the time in the world. Talk about that accident. Talk about how, how you uh, fell into it. I mean, I've always been an artist at, at heart. Um, but then, you know, life happens and then you just got to work and pay your bills. And a lot of my work has never been artistic mm -hmm. so um, as an outlet uh, I would paint but when I do my paintings which I don't do enough of them to be mm -hmm. you know an artist to consider a painter well, I'm my own painter oh, but yeah, you know that. I'm not like professionally doing it or okay, nothing okay. it was just an outlet you know how you you'd be working full-time and you need an outlet right mm -hmm. so I'd be painting but when I want to complete a painting it could take me six months and they're never really complete yeah and then I give up not give up it's the bad word but like I, I wouldn't the inspiration is gone by the time I I even get close to it mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. And so one day, um, so yeah, we just moved back from LA. We lived in LA for five years. Okay. And LA has such, you know, it's full of artists yeah. all over the place. Yeah. It is so inspiring, but the, the the train train of life is so busy. So yeah. I didn't really have time to explore my creativity. But yeah. one day we were taking a walk, my husband and I, and. Um, it was in an area where it's very artistic and very inspiring. And I think there was an art gallery that night. Like it was like a, they closed the street and they had like a bunch of artsy people. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like in my element. Mm. And that day I told my husband, I said, you know, if I had a camera, a decent camera, not my phone that I had at the time, which was an iPhone 4. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was like, you know, I just kind of want to have a decent enough camera to where I could take some pictures so I could print them to paint them so my inspiration wouldn't go away. Mm. So, you know, I could... So you always have a vision do the of portrait, it. Right, right, because right. sometimes, like, my portrait would kind of, like... I didn't have, like, time to really kind of... So I would basically take the picture of the vision and paint it so that was in september i don't know what year what was it yeah. 2017 i think anyway um he, he then christmas came up 
So, well, guess what? My husband found out what to get me for Christmas. So I got a camera for the first time. Yeah. And I didn't know nothing about it. Yeah. So, so it's it's interesting that you mentioned LA. I uh, did four episodes of my podcast out oh, there yeah. over the course period of uh, a weekend, Labor Day weekend this year. Oh, really? Um, talk to us about, go in depth about your experience in LA. Why move to LA initially? Um, well, my husband's a musician. Okay. He's a producer. Okay. And so that basically was the main reason. There was a project that he was called uh, upon producing. Okay. And so we went there for that uh, in 2015, mm. 15-ish. Yeah. So he was working along, you know, major labels, major artists. And, um, well, I just f- followed him and got a job. And you know, actually not a job. I'm self-employed. But <laughs> <laughs> I got appointed with a company. I sell life insurance. Okay. So that's what I do on my day-to-day. Okay. And so I got appointed with a company. And that was just the day-to-day. And that's but what brought us to L.A. was him. So what about my experience in L.A.? It's a really busy city. Yeah. Um, I wish I had time to experience it. Yeah. I was just so busy in the work mm. and, the, and the activity and the weekend with him that mm. really I didn't uh, I didn't do any of the tourist stuff, mm-hmm. which I think I'm going to go and travel and do it. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, w- when I went to L.A., I was... Uh, I really can't even consider it going to LA because right. I was I was there. I got there in the evening time, in and, out, right? and I was yeah. The next day I had to get up and do the podcast. So when I was asked how was LA, I said all it was was work. Well, the way you just described your weekend mm-hmm. was five years living there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can find time to take a walk, which we did that weekend, yeah, that that walk that weekend, those times that we did were very inspiring. Yeah. So when you moved to Houston from living in L.A., well, you moved from Houston to L.A. and then back to Houston. Right. Did you notice the change? Um, definitely. Okay. Oh, it's much laid back. Okay, for sure. <laughs> and we I, are. We we're, are. We're very happy to be back. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a slower pace, so it gives me time to really uh, take a second look at what I want to do, mm-hmm. which is why right now, you know, my photography, it's like on full speed mm. because I have time for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, one thing I, you know, what I do is uh, the episode that I had three on three said that you do your investigating. So I noticed that I was getting frequent likes from your page. Right. And so I went and I, I hit the follow button on my company page and I need to hit the follow button on my personal page as well. But I noticed that, um, what you do with your Instagram, I've tried to do with whatever I post my What's Next podcast logo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and uh, in lieu of the episode, I like to post a logo and just give a description of the podcast and say, hey, go watch the podcast here, such and okay. such. But I noticed that you put, you put shots and in, in, you make like big, ad, big collages. Oh, that's your, new. I, do, your, I was just your, playing this okay. week. And, you know, like I, I got a, a few new followers and, and I've been really, really active and being really, really social because what I found out recently, which I should have found out a little while ago, uh-huh. is that um, Instagram is for socializing. Mm. And so, <laughs> so I've been social on Instagram and I realized that to bring a discussion. So what brings a discussion? Right. So I said, well, if I give like part of a picture, which I've seen, you know, these um, they're called grids. And so, okay, so what is this? Oh, well, 
take a look at my whole profile page, you'll get mm. to see the big picture, mm. which is kind of, so that's the idea behind it. But I just started doing it. So not everybody's going to see the, the profile to see it. But if you look at most of the posts that you post, sometimes people just look at that one thing and they move on because it moves so fast. There's so many posts, there's so many people. Thanks. But if you give them an opportunity to wanting to look at your actual page, so to kind of bring them to see everything else. So that was kind of the point of that. And mm -hmm. because it makes a bigger picture. Yeah. And so it's like amazing. You can see more of the details. Otherwise, they're small. Yeah. You get a, basically you get one shot and then that one shot and then you get another shot that has nothing to do with the past shot. But with your Instagram, you have. It's sick. Well, it's it. If you look at the whole page, they're only individual shots. Yeah. So it's been only two pictures okay. that I did a grid of six blocks. Okay. So actually, we're in the middle of one. I yeah. only have four blocks on, so I need to put the other two. I was putting them earlier fast, and yeah. then I put them backwards. So I'm gonna, I deleted them. I'm going <laughs> to go <laughs> and, and put them the other way. Whoopsie. <laughs> so, so with you doing your IG like that, do you think that you'll ever not do it like that? Or do you think you'll just put, post random pictures that you put? Or you always tell a bigger story when you do that on your IG? I, I don't always post random pictures. Um, sometimes, because, you know, sometimes you're just like, what am I going to post? But I actually plan ahead, mm. uh, about a week ahead at least, because sometimes my shoots, like let's say my next shoot, then I'm going to plan to post the pictures about the shoot. And, and it kind of has to do with, uh, you know, what socially like what have I done this week so oh, okay like right now like today like I'm I'm uh, a guest at your podcast right no doubt, no doubt. so maybe later on I take some pictures of you well no, it's, for sure. it's it's in context for sure so that's kind of so that's, that's so they're not that random okay okay so, yeah so I, I want to take the time to highlight that um I've done this podcast uh since January 1st 2019 prior to that I did a podcast um and I really didn't have the, the feel. I did the podcast, and, and, and initially it was about getting a project out. Okay. Because as a production company and somebody who wanted to start their own production company, I felt that we were only as good as our next project, right? With this podcast, um, this is the first time creatively that I have a photographer on there. So you kind of... That's awesome. So you're the, first, you're the first photographer that I've had on my podcast. What do you usually interview? Well, some, I've looked at some. Sometimes, sometimes I mean, three, uh, somebody who's a, uh, an MC who right. started their own production company. I've had a plethora of artists, but uh, three was the first uh, MC that started their own company. I had somebody, a mixologist on here. I've had a lot of actors and, and, and poets and painters. And writers on here. That's a full spectrum. No doubt. But you're the first <laughs> you're the first photographer. So I wanna take a time I wanna well, take a second to acknowledge that. <laughs> well thank you. I really appreciate you know, I like you said, I'm um I'm only as good as my next project, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I felt now. That's what so, I felt then. Now I just feel like, you know, um there was no consistency with the old one. So now this one I'm trying my damnedest to be consistent. It's gonna be the best project. You yes. just, you know, be social. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. So, so you have the camera um, in your hands when you're shooting pictures of. Uh, I think you said on your IG when you're this shooting pictures. Baby. Yeah, when you're shooting pictures on your IG, what are you looking to capture? Um, I initially didn't know. So, of course, you know, I was like, just experience photography. And my best model is my husband. So I don't want to mean to talk about him because this is about 
this project. But actually, actually, he's no, a no, big no, no, part no, no, of no, no, it. no, 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 no. I want to clarify that. Your husband, like my wife, and the other creators that have come on here that had significant others that play roles right. and have uh, titles like husband and wife are major factors. He's a major, major factor exactly. in my entire life. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 and yeah. As in, he should be. It, right. And in this inspiration. And so because I'm always, I'm always with him, I mean, not always, but we're a lot together. He's always been a big inspiration and I love art. So obviously I love music. I've been married to the music industry for 14 years. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, he's, he's a producer. He's always making music. He's playing guitar. He's playing bass. I mean, mm. he does a whole lot of stuff. And so my first inspiration and in how, how am I going to practice? He's my best model. Mm -hmm. So I'm always shooting him. So either he's playing a live show or he's, uh, you know, dabbling. What do you call that? Uh, you know, stringing, nibbling, stringing, nibbling, stringing, whatever he's yeah, doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then when we go on weekends or then also he needed pictures for his stuff. So I'm like, OK, well, you know, why don't I take them? Mm -hmm. And so we played around with that a lot in L.A. And then with him. I got to go in, you know, shows. I got to shoot pictures of Pharrell. You know, I got to mm. shoot pictures of different uh, groups. He he was co-producing with a group called Watch the Duck. So I also got pictures of them. Uh, you know, I got my husband is is D Oscar White. If you're looking for it on Instagram, I should at least say his name, right? No, no doubt, no doubt, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Say go, his name. Go ahead. And and so when we took our walks in LA, so that's how I started. So. You asked me the, to, to actually answer the question you asked was, like, so what do I look shoot? What do I look for? So now that I've experienced with him, I still, I always follow him. So through throughout his journey, but now I'm trying to venture out to, to really, I, I did some models in LA too. I did like some little shoots like that. I had an, a, a rap artist contacting me from New Orleans and he he moved to LA now. His name is on Instagram at B is the future. Okay. Um, there was also um, a, a, a Bungie the Youngin. I want to say it right. At <laughs> Bungie the Youngin. Uh, he's, he's, he's from San Diego. Okay. So he came, he drove from San Diego to LA to do a photo shoot with me. No doubt. That was... Honestly, that photo shoot was my first biggest photo shoot. No doubt. The other ones were smaller, but this was my first biggest photo shoot that I feel like I feel like I nailed it. And he was really happy with it. I was very happy with it. He's such a nice person, too. And he came with his wife. And, you know, it was, we had just like such a great time. Yeah. And so those were my experiences in L.A. And then this year. We made a big move. We decided to come back here. Um, and, you know, I don't know. We may go back to L.A. But at this point, um, I think that there's a niche in Houston. There's a tons of musicians. There's a lot of little bars. They play live music. And this was the first. Like, I went to shoot, like, little rock bands that are playing live. And that was just kind of for fun. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because the guitar is, like, such a nice instrument. And, mm. you know, I like to shoot instruments. And mm. musicians in general inspire me. But not just, like, musician singers. Like, everything with the music industry. Because I feel like I'm in the right place the right environment to shoot that um i'm definitely not like the wedding photographer or yeah. nothing against that but that's just not it doesn't that's not, it doesn't, not what i want to do okay 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 so um um you're you're so as a as a, a photographer 
and as a music musician photographer I, I would, if i could classify yes please do as a musician <laughs> photographer who are your top uh, let's say five musician photographers that you follow on instagram um <laughs> yeah, i don't remember their ig names but i do follow a few actually you know there's one photographer that I really, really like on my Instagram, Let me ask and you a he's question. not a musician photographer. Okay, what's his name? It's a street photographer, and okay. in, all in black and white from Atlanta. It's uh, 88 shots. Okay. I adore his pictures. It's okay. a different style, but it, inspiration can come from anywhere, really. Yeah. Um, but what were you going to say? I was going to say if you follow my man Greg Noir on there. I do. Yeah. I do. See, I couldn't remember the that's name. My, that's, so, my, like, that's my he's dog. One, actually, bet. Bet is like, yeah, now I, like, I'm sorry. I got like nervous and I was like, oh shoot, I need to remember all the Instagram's name. <laughs> Bet, Bet is my girl. She okay. don't know me, but I know her. Yeah. <laughs> like, Greg Noir is my, is my dog. Yeah. He's Do you know dog. him personally? Personally. I, um, oh my God. I was in his wedding. I was in his wedding. I would love to meet him. Yeah. He, he's, he, he is so awesome. Yeah. Bet, I mean, Bet gets in places like, I'm like, how did she get there? You yeah. know, like, so yeah. I, at this point, I'm such a rookie in that game. But this is what I want to do. Like right now, I'm not always in the position to shoot right on stage. You know, mm -hmm. the drummer is always in the back. Like I want to jump on the stage and shoot the right, yeah. the proper picture, yeah. like they do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No so doubt, he he they gets got some passes he, and yeah, stuff, he got man. some shots, man. That just like man, you're just like how you get that close, right? He's really dope. He's been doing it for a while, but I I, I wanted to ask you if, and see if you if you knew his work. Yes. Oh my God. Do I know his work? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, G man, you got a fan here, baby. Um. So uh. So, why do you use the cannon? But this was the gift. Okay. This was the Christmas gift. So okay. at this point, here's the thing. At this point, it's been a hobby. Okay. Um. Uh, I learned how it works. Right. No doubt. No it's doubt. been less than two years. Okay. So it's not that long. Uh -huh. So you talked about experience before. Yeah. Um, well, I think that my experience came fast, but it's there. Um, so it's just been less than a couple months. I mean, I did some shoots, professional and paid shoots in L.A., but it was just like random. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. And they approached me. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, sure. You know, mm -hmm. but right now I'm actually want wanting to you know improve it push it to another level and so at this point um i'm like i'm taking a step back and a step forward at the same time mm -hmm. so i'm going to push my other business so i can get uh enough investment to invest in better equipment oh, okay. okay so my canon is just fine there's nothing wrong with it but there is maybe a next level yeah. of Canon yeah. that I would like. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of them shoot uh, with Nikon or they shoot uh, with Sony. Fuji, Sony, and they're all great. Uh, I'm used to use my Canon. I like it. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I was going to say, because I thought, you know, I thought I was like, man, what, when I looked at your Instagram page and some of the shots that you have, there was one shot I think that I, I saw and um, it was it looked like it, it was a of an ox cord. And then when you posted the next picture, I was like, okay, now it makes sense. It was a, a DJ. He was kind of oh, yeah, kind of yeah. So I'm, I'm missing the head right now, which I posted backwards earlier. So I'm going to go put the head <laughs> later on this evening. No doubt. But no doubt. yeah, it's that picture. And so when I saw that, I was like, what kind of camera is she using? It's this one. It's this <laughs> no right doubt, here. No doubt. No. It's the Canon Rebel T5 with a 50 millimeter lens. Ooh. But it's all about the lens, too. Okay. So... 
Talk I don't about have it. the Talk I don't have it. the Talk most it. professional body. Okay. I don't have the most professional lenses either. Mm-hmm. But this is about like as basic as you want to get to mm. get started with. Mm. Now, I could add like there's a lens that I absolutely want right now. Yeah. Just the lens is 2 grand. Yeah. It would fit on that body. Yeah. But it would fit on a better body as well. Yeah. But I could start with this body. Yeah. The lens will make a difference. No doubt. Not just the camera. No doubt. And uh, this person here makes the difference too. No, for sure. <laughs> I, I would say. So. I would say. I would say for sure. You. you I mean, because it's your eye that's capturing what right. you want to shoot. Yeah. And yeah. the knees really take the pain for it. Yeah. Because it's how you position yourself. No <laughs> so, so talk to me about taking the perfect shot. Before we do that. I don't even know what's, what that, because there's nothing perfect. Okay. That doesn't exist. Before we do that, what song's on your mind? Ah, I was waiting for you to ask that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Out for the sight, because I thought you said if you wasn't. I rule the world. Oh, damn. <laughs> You're not finna come in here with no Nas record. I had to. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're not finna I can't come sing, in, but you know you got the point. You're not finna come in here with right? a Nas record. Okay, you you gonna go with Nas if I rule the world? Oh, I damn. think that's appropriate, right? Should we should we rule the world? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh damn. I think we should. I'm so glad you ain't tell me that early in pre in pre production. I, I purposely watched your previous episodes. Oh no <laughs> doubt. Oh shit. Let me go with a Nas record myself. But I'm not, no lie though. Um, I'm a fan of a lot of other people, but. When I watched that and I saw, like, yeah, Nas was playing a lot. Like, I'm a 90s baby. I mean, yeah. I'm an 80s baby, but, you know, the generation of yeah. music of the 90s. And um, yeah. definitely love Nas. He's definitely a great lyricist no doubt. of all times. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, you very yeah. much. Oh, and yeah. Now, don't kill me for it. I'm a big Pac fan. No doubt. But, no doubt. No doubt. Okay. You okay. know, they're all there. You know, the roots, you know, Five Call Quest. No doubt. <laughs> like, um, I was listening to a Nas uh, CD, and I'm going to go with the record Purple off the Lost Tapes. That's what's on my mind right now. You have to take me back there. Yeah. It's been a while. Honestly, I pulled, I pulled, I had to pull it out, and I was like, you know, that's the only song that I can think of right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all good. I mean, that was that's perfect. I'm gonna go with Nas, "Purple" off the Lost Tapes record. I think it's track number eight off Lost Tapes. All right. Okay. So, um, you were talking about um, you said nothing was perfect with a shot, right? Mm-hmm. Tell tell us about uh, setting up to take a shot. You're gonna take a shoot. You're gonna do a shoot like uh, the guy that drove from San Diego. What was he asking for, and what did you add to? Okay. His uh, his uh, idea of what the, what the kind of sh- what kind of shoot he wanted. Okay, and then to get back to the beginning of the question, like you know, you always hear like, oh, to get a perfect shot, there's the lines, there's the techniques, and there's certain mm-hmm. things, and that's one thing. Like, I perhaps don't have the perfect technique. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on that mm-hmm. because that's the technical. Mm-hmm. What I am is an art an artist. Okay, because you know, you have two kinds of people or it could be both but like some people let's say will start photography by knowing the technique and it's it's a technique the technique of what it's a tick te- the technique of taking a picture okay okay you know okay. it's very technical okay and actually just learning all of this the, those aspects the what do you call that 
all the the perspective. I mean, it's technical. It's a lot of reading. It's a lot mm. of, of technical stuff, which I did. But I'm more like, okay, I'm just going to go with how I feel. And so some people will prepare. F- what I'm trying to say is that some people will prepare for a photo really like calculating. Um, I try, but I really focus on how it feels. Mm. That's more the angle that I that I look at it okay. uh, with. So, like with uh, Bungie, when we met, uh, it was through Instagram. Okay. And he contacted me. Obviously, he liked some of the stuff that I've posted, and he um, he has a, had an album that was coming out. And um, he said, you know, I want to do a shoot, and I want to use one of the pictures to do um, sort of a uh, kind of like a cartoon version of him for for his uh, his album cover. And he wanted other pictures, and so that one cartoon picture that he has is based on one of the pictures I took. Mm -hmm. And so he came to LA and then we talked about actually for like maybe a couple of weeks, we planned that shoot, like what outfit he was going to wear, what background I drove around the the art district before he came kind of find which backgrounds we're going to use, which side of the street based on the sunlight on like what time he's going to come. So those are, those are the technical aspects that Mm. I would look at Mm. because you want to have the right light and all that stuff. And so we planned some of the stuff. And then when he came, of course, things don't always go according to plans. It was a gray day. It wasn't a sunny day, which is perfect, actually, because it wasn't too much sun on him. And so we kind of walked around and I had a bunch of different plays, but he picked the few that he liked best. Some of them went better with the outfits, too. Mm-hmm. And then we just um, we just went how it feels, and we had some music on, and we were just shooting. Okay. Do you know what the golden hour is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, explain, explain, explain the golden hour So this is kind of, when I say the light, that's exactly that. So we, did sh- we do want to shoot in the golden hour, so you have it in the morning or you have it in the evening. So right before the sunset or right at sunrise. Okay. And why is that better? Because you don't want, so that like the noon, uh, the, the light at noon is very, it's too direct. You want a little bit of a diffused light. So you want to have certain shadows at a certain place. So sometimes, but I've shot in the middle of the day too, because that's just what happened and you just deal with it, but the the light is more harsh. Okay, mm. so so the golden hour is what you want if you want to shoot outside, so you have a more smooth light. Um, there's a blue light that's great too, but for for portraits and stuff that that could be a bit dark, depending on what you're looking for. Like I've shot, there's some of my shots that are definitely blue light, and one of them is great. Is this girl um, Crystal? Um, she's um, uh, what is it, her Instagram? Um, Yellow, wait a minute. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to get it to you. <laughs> Color me yellow. Color me yellow. Um, and then Let she, me look that up while you she, talk. Yeah. She, sorry, because it's like it has like some, some underscores and things in there. Um, but her name is Crystal, and she's, she's a friend of mine. And we went to shoot in um, Silver Lake, which is a nice area of L.A. Um, to shoot. And uh, we were on Sunset Boulevard. And there was these big palm trees, and then the blue, the the blue light. We had the blue light right there, and it's just like I shot towards the sky, and she's kind of like 
looking strong because I shot from the bottom. When you shoot from the bottom, it makes the subject look strong, mm. which peop- some you know people who- don't like that, but I love that strong look. And if someone doesn't want to look strong, well, too bad because that's my style. You know so. <laughs> you, you know who said that exact same thing you did when who? you shoot from the bottom, you look strong? Right. Spike Lee said that on his okay. master class. I like Spike Lee. Yeah, he said that on his master class. On Facebook, I thought that was a a key nugget to write down. Yeah, well, that's definitely the way I shoot most of my shots. Okay. Because that's, well, you don't always, which is why I wouldn't do wedding shoots because, you know, you don't want the bride to look this, it's it's a softer look, right? So, I mean, it depends. Hey, if you want to do a wedding that looks strong like that, let's do it. But But I like that kind of shoot or from the top, like from different angles or like a zoom in, like a, you know, if you have like, like the Buster Rhymes videos, Mm. like when they they would kind of like, hoo-ha, yeah. (laughs) So the face would be all big. No doubt. I like, I like to shoot pictures that look like that. Okay. So definitely that's when it comes to technique, technically, a lot of that is wrong. But oh, I like okay. to go wrong. Yeah. I'm I'm a bit of a delinquent. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, so. yeah. Yo, oh man. Hey, Houston, Texas, I want you to know that we're in the white room at the Pentagon, man. Um it's so I, I think that networking, like I said initially in the in the episode, is, is very key because had I not reached out to you, okay, and I asked you, it was like, yo, I need you on the podcast. Had I not reached out to you. I wouldn't have learned the bit of information that I've learned from you today. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm learning from you, you know. So this is all a, a setup that you got here. And, and, you know, someday maybe I need to pair up with someone that does, you no know, some, some videos, some, some yeah. podcasts. Maybe some of the artists that I work with want to have a podcast no, going. For sure, so, you for know, sure. It's definitely a good contact to have. I've never heard a podcast, or and maybe I need to look a little closer, but I've never heard a podcast on photography. So, you know. Maybe I'll look a little bit more I before I speak. Looked, I haven't looked at it. Yeah. Podcast. For, what do you mean? Like, like just basically the ins and outs. But I feel like I got a course, a master course lesson from you today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, um, not podcast, but there's like tutorials all okay. over YouTube. No doubt, for sure. But <laughs> for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm not there yet. I still have. I'm not doing no tutorial yet, but. No I don't know. I just I just have my vibe and I think that the people who want to work with me, they either like it yeah. or if they don't, well then you don't have to work with me. So So uh I'll bring you here. Um today is October the 18th, 2019. And we have um 74 days left in the 2019 year. Why do I not like that? Everybody is asking me that what lately. Do you, what do you hope to attain in 74 days? It it's really, I need 48-hour days to accomplish everything I'm going to accomplish at the end of the year. Mm. And I'm, I've been there lately, so I am working a lot. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I do sell life insurance, so I'm working a lot uh, of hours towards that. I'm working a lot of hours on tutorials and things because I, I I got myself some new equipment, lights and things. And so like I'm I'm doing um, some still outside shoots with some lights. And what I want to develop a little bit is because I really want to do artist promos. So not only live shows, but actual promos like I did for Bungie mm. and like I did for B is the Future. Actually, he used it uh, for his album cover uh, on um, on Spotify. Mm. And both of them did. 
So I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So I want to do that for the local artists here too. Yeah. So I want to build that up a little bit, and I want to work on my website. You asked me earlier if I have a website, and I'm like, no, I'm an idiot. I don't have a website, but I mean, I'm just developing it. So yeah. yeah. Um. So far, so far, Instagram has been really kind of like my website, no, so, sort of. Your, your Instagram is popping. I want to let you know that. Thank you. Your Instagram <laughs> is 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 for sure lit. So um. I'm looking here at your Instagram, right? And uh, I, I just, I hope you don't mind me going here with this conversation. No, go ahead. But you said something here that I really wanted to highlight. And uh, you said, uh, give me a second. I want to just make sure I highlight it. Um, you want to ask me? I can point you to it. <laughs> you said, okay, you said, okay, well, you already, you said, uh, um, you said it's it's something about it being a hobby and it becoming professional. Yeah. Talk to us about what that means. It becoming professional from a hobby. Um, well, I'm in the process of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> if I can say, well, because it's a transition. Why is it a transition? Because even though I got hired before, it's like at first. So I've been working full time. I'm still working full time in my other career, which I'm self employed. So it's like I got two businesses, right? So. When you start a business, and I've started a business before, which I sold, it was a catering business. So I know, you know, the process, you have to do a business plan. You know, you want to put some money behind it. You want to put a right plan so it doesn't fail. So why I haven't really started my photography business is because, well, I have, first of all, I haven't had the time to really lay out, you know, my market study, like all the, all the boring stuff that you have to do when you start a, an actual business. So at this point, it started because it just starts itself because of the networking and because of the Instagram. And so, yes, so I take weekend gigs at this point. So at this point, it's a very startup of the business. But for me, when you run a business, like at some point, um, it needs to be bigger than that. So what I'm working is on the behind the scene is really developing the business aspects. And I can't really give you that many details no because oh, I'm not uh, there yet. Yeah. But I'm there at a certain part. Um, because the thing is, if I go too fast, then you just skip steps, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between being like, you know, just doing it as a hobby and doing it as a business? Well, uh, I want to have like more, the equipment is one. So that's why you asked me what I want to do till the end of the year. I'm actually yeah. not going to spend that much time with this because I'm going to spend time um, making money so that I can grow this in 2020. No doubt. So that's definitely like the goal for the end of the year is to gear in to build this business in 2020. So mm. meanwhile, I'm going to network. And meanwhile, I have a few shoot. I have a couple of shoots planned. One this weekend and one in November. And um, a new artist, uh, B-Val, here in Houston. Mm. So shout out to B-Val because he's going to give me an opportunity to give uh, make a, do a photo shoot mm. with him in November. So that's awesome. He's on Instagram. He just released a song yesterday. Okay. So check him out. Um, and then... Um, then here uh, with the group, uh, with, I mean, with my husband's, you know, people, the people he works with, call yeah. it a group, but, yeah. you know, his, his three and then all yeah. the, the, the family here. For sure, for so sure. So definitely sure. we'll take pictures of Live them. Live at the Pentagon. Right. 
So that's what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Live at the Pentagon, now streaming on, on, on my social network. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you saying? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is where I'll go with it. Um, you're uh, um, from Canada originally. Yes. Okay. East Coast in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you're from Canada. So, you know, let's forget Nas. Let's talk about Wu-Tang. No, <laughs> <laughs> You're from you're from Canada originally, and uh, let's just say that um, you get a follow on on Instagram who um, wants to do what you've done, okay, in their own lane. Okay, what bit of advice are you going to give them to get started? Well, do it. Okay. Don't be scared. Okay. But um, don't be scared. Do it. Don't just drop everything you're currently doing. Mm. So this that's the hard part because sometimes I want to drop it because I get so inspired and I get in my bubble and I get in front of my Lightroom or Photoshop and I can be there hours and hours. People don't realize that the 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 time that it takes. Uh, that's one thing that I want to say that that conversion to, and for a new person that comes in into this is that it's hard to charge. <laughs> Yeah. It's hard to charge because people want exchanges. People want, oh, you know, we'll just exchange and, and no doubt. give a referral. But as as a photographer, it's a lot of work for an exchange of a face. Yeah, you know, a one picture that they're gonna use. Uh, but then you take a photo shoot and they want, let's say, ten, fifteen picture edited. It's about an hour per picture. Yeah. So it could be like a lot of hours, and and then the equipment is not cheap. So you have to. You have to find value in what you do. And and I'm not saying that I have not done free shoots. I do free shoots all the time because that's just how you network. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to find a value in your work. And that's where I'm at too, like is determining like, okay, so let's put a value because nobody expect any anybody else to just work for free. And, and it's kind of like there's a lot of new photographers and, and you know, everybody wants, okay, I want to shoot this, especially like the, the niche that I picked. It's kind of, you know, everybody wants to shoot artists. So like, how do you charge them, right? So it's that's something that, that's to, to be determined. Mm. But uh, aside from that, like if they just, just get started, um, Get to your basics. Like I talk about the technical stuff earlier and I said that I'm not all that technical, but there is a basic of technicals that you do want to focus on before. So you can kind of automatically, like if I grab this and I'm on manual, I already know what to do, like my aperture, my shutter speed, and those basic stuff is really basic, but uh, you know. You got to have them. Well, the thing is you can take pictures without really knowing, but then that's your pictures are going to look like so mm. so you want to understand the basics and it, it it didn't take me long like that's the first thing i did and then the very very first shoot we did we drove to the desert in anza borrego it's beautiful if you're in california um so we did that and i had just got my camera and i got that was the first time i was playing with the settings and my husband's always like, well, read the manual, read the mm. manual. And he didn't see me reading it. Mm. And so he was like, you didn't even read it. Or, you know, like, you don't know, you know. And then I was like, wait, oh, yeah, wait. Like, and I was rolling the thing, like, I'm rolling the thing. The thing I did read it. And, and and I was like, okay, this is this. Click. Oh, this is that. Oh, oh. You know, like, so mm. that, that was, like, my first 
my first shoot and it and it's funny because he's still using that picture on his business cards mm. my first picture oh wow. it was so dope <laughs> it was my first picture that's beautiful that's beautiful <laughs> Wow, that, that I mean, you just saying that right there—it really opened up my eyes to a, a what you were saying. I'm, I, I've never heard um, that aspect of it from all the photographers I've ever talked to. In what sense? Like, well, so I would ask my sister, like, how do you how do you get going? Because my sister does photography too, uh-huh. but she doesn't. Uh, she does it, and she and she says, you know, um, I'll do it, but just I don't really charge for it. Okay. Right. And so I never, I never, I never saw that aspect of that, you know, that networking, sharing, you know, uh, hey, people, people, I'll do this, I'll do this photo shoot for you, do this photo shoot for me rather, and, and I'll tell somebody, I'll tell two or three people about you. Right. Well, my sister leaves it as, you know, I really don't like to charge, but then she, she really will, she'll take a picture here and there and then she'll put the camera down and then she won't. She won't come back to the to camera for a while. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's your time. And the thing is, I've done tons of shoot that I didn't charge. I mean, I've done some recently, and I, and and it's my pleasure. I'm not like bitter about that, but mm. it's like, um, okay, you know, they they tag me, the network. You know, there's there's that exchange, mm. and I was able to practice on them. That's the exchange right there mm. at that point. Mm. But at some point, like I'm getting good enough to where, okay, well, you know, there's a value because when I go home, and at the beginning, you know, I gave unedited pictures as well because they're like oh just send me all the pictures you know they get excited and they want like the 200 pictures that you took Mm -hmm. but really in the 200 you maybe have 10 15 that's actually a big number that are actually good quality pictures Mm -hmm. then you got some that are cool but then you don't want to edit all of that really when you take a a shoot of one hour like you really want to limit it to like five pictures or so okay and and at the end of the day, each pictures, I'm going to spend about an hour on them, like making them perfect. Not that they're not good enough, but when you shoot, especially with this body of camera, it's a, it's a basic Canon. The colors are not like vibrant. So Lightroom and Photoshop will bring that up. So yeah. that's that's an artwork that you do on your computer and that's your time and the thing is i i have another business again like the insurance so if i'm out there in the field selling insurance like i'm making money with my time Mm. so if i'm gonna take away my time from that to edit your picture you must be real special <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, no, you know, I mean that, that's, like, that's know, fact. Like, you know, like so. it's time to take the gloves off. Right. Cause, that's fact. Because I'm gonna, because I make a lot of money with my other business. No doubt. So, no doubt. No like, doubt. and I'm saying a lot. No millionaire here, but you know, <laughs> like it's a decent income. The thing is, I don't have to go to work. So on a Monday, if I have pictures to edit. I often will be like more excited about editing pictures and selling insurance, right? Yeah. So I have done that, being on my computer on a Monday editing pictures, and if someone in the business insurance business see that, that's it. So I've done that on a Monday. I sat on my computer, edited pictures, and pictures that I haven't charged for. No doubt. And they were really awesome, and the person was grateful, and you know, it's it's fine because it was agreed upon. But I realized, shoot, like I could have easily made a thousand dollars today while I'm sitting making these pictures for free. No doubt. So there's a value to these pictures. So I started to charge, not a lot because I still have work to do, but I'm charging for my time. Okay. 
I think it's fair. That's important. You know, my dad, who's an accountant, told me one time, you know, because uh, a part of my artistry, too, is I uh, press T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the shirt that I'll give you at the end, uh, I've pressed, and um, I make that a staple of the podcast. But my dad was like, you're going home to do these shirts. What is your time worth? Right. And so when I sat back and I thought about that, I was like, wow, what is my time worth? You know, is it, is it, is it, would it be worth a lot more if I got different equipment to do it? Or is my time worth a lot less now that I'm doing it the way I'm doing it? So. Well, are you asking me or are you telling no, me? No, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm yeah. just telling you. So, I mean, when you say what is your time worth, it really brings back, it puts it into perspective yeah. what you should be doing versus what you're doing. Right. Well, that's it. And it's a question that I'm still asking myself and I still do shoots for free or, you know, I still because like you said, I still have a basic equipment, but I started investing in certain pieces that are more expensive. So yeah. I need to start charging to pay yeah. for that equipment. Yeah, no doubt. So it's but you know what? It's a business I, investment, but relationships, too, is important. So I think I think this speaks to a testament of your artistry and your eye because I wouldn't have picked that up. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and I and I'm not gonna say you've already put out what type of camera. When I look at your pictures and I saw your case when when I when I pulled up to the spot here, and I was like, and when I saw your case, I was like, man, she's gonna pull out a mark some. <laughs> because when I used to when we were talking earlier about um, my first production company, we did a a, a web series, and I was using a mark uh, three right. in that right. But your pictures don't look low quality. But Your I, pictures look top dog. I want dog. a Mark, Mark 5D. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. Actually, I want more than that. I don't even know what I want. I need to test. But yeah, yeah, thank no you. Doubt. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Your pictures, your pictures look like, like literally, your pictures look phenomenal. I, when I looked at your IG, I was like, okay. Because, you know, you get a couple of likes from people, and you're just like, are, for the first question that pops into your mind is, how did they find out about me? Right. Right. And so my whole thing is I've been on Instagram socializing, networking like you have certain artists that I see on Instagram. I'm like, oh, man, I got to get you on a podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you'll go and you'll look and you'll associate whether they're going to respond to you or not in the DM against their following. Right. How many followers they have. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I shot you a message and, and I was grateful that you came through, that you was like, you know what, you know what, yeah, let's let's do it. You, you know what I'm saying? I was grateful for that. Why not? And some, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm just be honest. You're right. Why not? You know. But I've been, I've been. Um, you're local, right? Yeah. So you're talking about the amount of followers. Let me put it this way: a lot of people have a huge amount of followers, but then if you go look at their posts. They don't have the likes that to support com- that combine the followers. That means they purchase these followers. And mm. I'm not, this is no news to most people that are familiar with Instagram. So like me and you, we don't purchase followers. Oh, no our doubt. Followers for sure. Are our followers. <laughs> so they're smaller, legit account. My followers are my followers. No doubt. I think so. If for sure. If you're not, you can go away. So like <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Shit. So, and then you're local. So in fact, you, let me tell you the real reason why I said yes. Okay, go ahead. Go well, ahead. There's Hold nothing on. fake about it anyway, but. <laughs> Let's take the gloves off. Go ahead. I mean, well, first of all, 
I had seen the interview you've done with three. So okay. I'm familiar with three. No doubt. Because so, mm. of course, my husband's working with him mm-hmm. and they're friends. They know each other for years. But it's not because of that. I didn't even look at the numbers of followers. What I saw is I said, okay, he's local. He's inter- interviewing local artists. What a great way to network with local artists. No doubt. Right? That was my yeah. go to. And I was yeah. like, yeah, sure, good. So I told him, hey, somebody wants to interview me. And no he's doubt. like, Who's talking to you on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but then then it's all good because it's family here. No doubt. <laughs> For sure. Shout out to my man, Edric, man. I love you, boy. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so this is what I want to say because you've mentioned editing a few times. Okay, take us to the most basic edit. The most basic edit to to He's to getting me in technical questions. Well, 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 and I just said I'm not technical. <laughs> Take us to the most okay. basic edit. Bef- Let me put it this way. Okay. I told you I paint, right? Yeah. So for me, when I edit, when I take a picture, because the when I said I'm not technical is because when I take a picture, I take a painting. Mm. And when I go on my Lightroom or my Photoshop, I'm coloring my painting. It's pretty much it. So the shadows and things are like you'll know probably notice my pictures are dark a lot. I like dark. If you look at my paintings at home, at home, sorry. Oh, good. Uh, I I paint uh, jasmines. I that's what I painted. I have stopped. I have not painted in like three, four years. Really, shame. Mm. It's a shame. But I would paint like jasmines and and they're in a dark settings. They. It's funny. I was painting musicians. <laughs> Go figure. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, and 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 they were like like I really liked painting the shadows and and a lot of a lot of black and burgundy and browns and grays and like dark shadows and and I really like to play with that. So I'm kind of doing the same thing with my pictures. If you've noticed, there's a lot of dark shadow. I love deep shadows, and so for a lot of people. It's a question of taste. I think a lot of people like to edit their pictures light, mm. like on the bright side. And in fact, like if you look at marketing strategies and stuff like that, like for pictures, let's say for offices, you want a really like very white, very light gray, very green, very bright. You know, that's just not my style of edit. You mm. know, I don't. I'm, I, I like something that looks grimy. I like mm. something that looks, you know, like that's why actually... The photographer that I've mentioned earlier that does street photography. You're talking about uh, 88 shots. Yeah. 88 uh-huh. shots, okay. Why I love him is because of that. And he was doing only black and white for a little while, and it was all dark. And he just came out with his um, color uh, line, and it's all street photography, and he does barbershop photography as well. And wow, he was like, okay. Like, this is a new thing. He was like, I'm just going to start with coloring. And he's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm editing, like... A new way because he's been editing uh, black and white for a long time and i'm just in love with it because it's like dark it's it's not it, i don't know how to explain it but it's a lot of shadows a lot of mm. um a lot of contrast you know now that you said that i see that a lot in in greg noir's photos right as well because he and does I black think, and white and he does it. and i think the concert photography like if okay let's 
talk about that. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Yes. So, like, if you take a picture that you plan, it's a bit different, which I love, but then you can control it a bit more. But when you take a picture of a show, you, you can't tell the, the artist, stop moving, yeah. you know? So a lot of blur will come, but blur is, is not always bad in this type of picture. Uh, there's such a thing as a good blur. Okay, there's a, such a thing of a quality blur. And yeah. then he does that perfectly great and then the black and whites in in show photographies are so good because then they demonstrate a lot of the clarity a lot of the contrast what you can play with your edit but um but it brings it live i don't know like it's even though it's, it's not in color i really like i took one recently of a guitar player and it's like, oh, the black or white is like way better. But mm. different shots, different lights to the lights that they have on stage, like you mentioned, Greg Noir, like his edits, like I'm sure it depends on the lighting that he's dealing with at the time. Mm. Uh, I don't know why he chooses his edits, but, um, you know, sometimes you'll have sp specific lightings that are colorful and they look great. And sometimes it could overexpose. And I think in that case, a black and white could save it because mm. <laughs> because those lights they move it's mm. hard for the person shooting to even control so now in big shows the lighting is great and it's usually perfectly on the face they like they prepare that in advance but if you go to small venues like i've been doing phew those lights they're they're out of control mm. <laughs> so so you kind of like you get it in your face you get it over there it's not it's not the the artist is not lit properly and then i can't bring a strobe with me or anything like that because you can't, you're not allowed so mm. um but he's such i mean i'm i'm so far from his level but mm. he's such an inspiration mm. <laughs> no doubt i mean sure. when you say when, at a young age too when so. you say when you say you're a creative and then you said you said earlier in the conversation that you had a um um you had a, a, a catering business. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay, I'm dealing with somebody that know that that knows how to, you know, take something to a certain point, and then you know when it's when it's you know peaked out, and you just hey, you know, I want to get rid of that, and, and and you know. Well, I tried something. The idea uh, was great, but there's a limitation into the position I was in. There was limitation. Where I was too, I was that was in Canada, and certain limitation in government budgets okay. that did limit my business. So okay. I had two choices: I could have converted it to another business or sell it. I sold it, and I did not go under. Okay, I did not go over, but <laughs> I did yeah. not go under. So I had my business for about like two, three years, and. At some point, you get, just got to make a decision. And I think I've learned a lot from that experience, actually, which is why like, I don't jump into things too fast. Okay. But that said, you asked me earlier the advice for a young photographer. When I say I don't jump in too fast, I also encounter a lot of people that just don't jump in at all. So, no like, you know, there's... There's an in between there. No doubt. <laughs> you know? Jump in. No doubt. Just don't fall face first. No doubt. So. Um. Wow. Uh. So. Um. The What's Next podcast is all about bringing creatives out and getting their stories. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask for you, ask of you rather, 
is what's next for Julie P. For white photography. What's next for you? Immediately. Can, can you see in the stars? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, immediately you're saying? Well, immediately is just, you know, um, okay, immediately I am currently working with a life coach and I'm working on a strict schedule to manage a 48-hour day and a 24-hour day, right? And so that I can effectively touch all aspects. So make sure that I still run my other business because sometimes when you start a new project, you tend to, you know, I say, don't drop everything else. Well, you kind of want to because you're so ready, but I have to just manage to still hold on to other position. Um, I have a lot of technical aspects that I actually want to study, so I have to take the time to do that while I'm doing shoots, while I'm practicing, while I'm developing the the website, while I'm networking, and uh, Instagram networking is a full-time job. So, (laughs) because you do have to interact, because if you don't, you're not doing it, it's not going to happen by itself, Um, and it's I keep mentioning Instagram. It's not just Instagram. But since I'm new here, I don't know that many people. So it's a good way. Like, I find the venues. I find, like, I'm just really out there um, talking to people. And, um, well, what's next in this is just to develop the concept. And the thing is, afterwards, 2020, you said, like, to me, this is not just going to be Julie with her camera. Um, I have a bigger vision, which I don't want to mention too much about it because I haven't developed it. But I am married to a man in the music industry, and he's not sure. like a little low timer. Like it's it's like uh, is that even a word? But yeah, anyway, that's like, fine. Like, like what I found about English, is, I, you know, as long as you understand, it's a word. I think me and him, you know, we're a team, so we're together, uh, growing and this is going to take this and his baby and I want to take something else to another level, which is why I really want to work on artist promos because I want to take that to another level as well. So, um, let's just say, um, talking about perhaps investing in something bigger. Well done. So, um, here on the what's next podcast, what I like to do is I like to give this, Signa of my company to all the creators that come out. This is a, an exclusive um, black SVI t-shirt that I give to all the creators that come out. And, <laughs> and you know I love my tees, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a, a, it's a token from my company to you, but most importantly, when I, when I uh, see you wear it, I know that you were on the podcast. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I definitely will rock it. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Houston, Texas, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallies, in them valleys, no Pilates, more way get you more wet, nah, that's these Bumanti, my crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that, I saw the sign like Ace of 
face That ace is making crack me like Cheers to the money guys The willy niggas Who buy them bottles And then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude I see you, dog. Five bottles, one dick Why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line But love is shower time You know it rose a rain When your cloud is nine Get off that high-ass hussy This a private party Been on my dick too long on private party, you gon' be nice and naughty. These walls are priceless, Audi. This the upper crust, fuck is up. Over, 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 over